There's a new state forester on tap to take Joe Fox's place as he retires. We're going to talk about work being done on the Arkansas River Channel and so much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. It's Thursday. We're here. Means it is time to get the show Back on the rails yeah. after. Uh, Sorry, we weren't here last week. After an absence last week. Yeah, uh, it felt weird not doing the show. It did because I wasn't even here in the state. Yeah, kind of felt like I, I didn't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, you know, off Talladega Nights. <laughs> but it was weird Thursday. Like I kept watching the clock. Like, hey, it's time to go down, uh, knock this out. But uh, I think Brian and Matthew took the opportunity to. Uh, Make some improvements. Yeah. You took the week off. Well, not really. You were just going yeah. working. But, uh, and these guys like studios moved upgraded. a TV we've, studio. In we've here. been busy. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. It's been, it's, it's been, it's been cool to see and, and test this stuff out this week and get ready. And, uh, hopefully, Brian, it makes your job a little easier. Uh, or at least saves you. Or time. harder, depending or, on how you look or, at it. Or, <laughs> yeah, you work harder while we're recording the show in lieu of hopefully uh, working as hard. Well, after. the four of us were in here yesterday. Uh-huh. I think we all four were geeking out on. We were on the new stuff. You know, it was almost like getting a new Nintendo. You know, <laughs> back in the day. Not yeah. only that, but like you and I realize how uh, quickly we've turned into like divas. We're, we're in here like, hey, hold, hold up. The, he- the headphones aren't yeah, right. This isn't this, did you trade my no. microphone out because this isn't good? Like all of a sudden we have preferences. Yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know. He, we have Jason handed me his headphones and was like, here, see what, what you hear in here. And I gave him back, I don't like your headphones. <laughs> give me, give me I didn't say anything until I got mine back first, though. Yeah. Just patience while I work out the gremlins. Okay? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, gonna, it's all going to work. I promise. Look, I, I think it's incredible. I mean, you, you said Johnny Mac was asking you a question about how, you know, some of the boxes and tools that obviously the viewer can't see yeah. at this moment, but like, you said it's a mini convention. Like, that's basically what you Behind set up over it's, there. It's uh, I, I need another set of hands back here. But, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like pretty it. Cool. I like it. And thank you for uh, investing in this uh, little show we do every week. And hopefully, our viewers and listeners notice a difference too. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, we do. We did document it. Maybe we can drop it in the comments or something. Or throw it up on the video. I don't know. But uh, Taylor, uh, intern for commodity. Uh, department, your department, yep, and, yep. and doing some OMP work too, is mm-hmm. here uh, today. So welcome to the show. Thanks for sitting welcome. in. Um, it is a bit, bit lackluster to just sit and watch us, so uh, I'll give you that warning at a time. Yeah, I hope you didn't think this is a very <laughs> professional situation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully you see uh, or, or learn something, and, and hopefully it just, I don't know, gives you a better experience. Inspiration to start your own podcast. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I started listening to a podcast yesterday that uh, came recommended to me um, called Smartless. Uh, Jason Bateman, mm-hmm. one of my favorite actors of all yeah, time. Yeah, he's a good one. And, and, and it's just, 
once you've done this for a while, you know, a little while like we have to go back and listen to somebody else, especially at that level, um, is is pretty pretty interesting to hear. Because you, you can kind of almost process their thoughts. My wife likes going. to make fun of me because I'll rewatch it. I'm like, you watching your own podcast? Like, yeah, I need to improve, you know, if I'm going to do this. That's it. And I want to take it seriously like I do the rest of my job. And, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna watch it. I watch every week. I go back sure and watch every, like, every one. Pick my nose or something on camera, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we, Despite our watching, we maintain mediocrity most of the yeah, time. And, yeah, um, consistent mediocrity. But uh, we were eating dinner the other night, and Marilyn, my daughter, said, Dad, I'm still doing the podcast? Because oh. she hadn't heard us. It was because we didn't oh, do yeah, it last yeah, week yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, we're still hanging in there. So, anyway, I occasionally have someone say, Hey, I caught the, I watched the podcast. I'm like, oh, what did we say last week? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Here it comes. Exactly. What am I going to get in trouble for? <clears throat> um, speaking of uh, taking off and, and, and taking a break, uh, I'll apologize because I'm, I'm going to cause us to be off next week from the regular show, um, taking a, family vacation for the summer cool uh but we are going to do some pre-work yeah and you guys remember we we've started the uh new series called um, the adcast deep dive and uh we pr- we've promised a few times on the show that we will bring in this uh, farm bill series yes. that your team is working yep. on the bag insiders mm-hmm. and we're going to record one of those and release it next thursday in place of the show good so there'll still be a podcast There'll still be good information. Um, you know, it just won't be you and me sitting here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Brandy Carroll come in, talk about the the Ag Insider she wrote on the Farm Bill. So that's definitely one you'll want to check out. Uh, yeah. And we'll have some information there that uh, you probably wouldn't get right here with just Jason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and on this one, you guys are going to kind of run through some of the titles of the Farm Bill and yeah. just kind of give a brief overview and then hit some of that those topics one by one is that right well we're going to go over kind of the history and kind of foundational information on what the farm bill is where it come from why does it exist why is it important kind of thing mm-hmm. and then kind of also talk about uh what farm bureau is doing with it or for the farm bureau farm bill and what our policy kind of states and just basically why is it important to producers and why should we be paying attention to it yeah uh and then i think our plan going forward we were going to go through title by title right in those articles uh-huh. but we kind of redirected it to what's important to producers or our membership in this current farm bill yeah so let's write about those particular issues that are important to those people that's great so uh we'll be going forward with that so look for it awesome all right well thank you for taking the time to do that as uh as our show for next week um you know and speaking of farm bill i know uh risk management is uh such a a uh, big part of that. And USDA is hosting a prevented planning listening session uh, on August 3rd here uh, here in the state. So yep. RMA has been gathering feedback on possible changes to prevented planting, uh, planting coverages. Uh, this is something that Senator Bozeman has requested um, that they sort of go out and have conversations with farmers and talk about. Uh, so... Uh, like I said, August 3rd, we'll be having a listening session here in the state. This has started sort of, to you know, towards the end of spring, beginning of summer. Uh, they've had these listening sessions, USDA has, across the country. Um, but they And there are in-person and virtual options. Like I said, some of those have been in person. Uh, there's always a virtual option to attend. Uh, that, that August 3rd 
uh, listening session that's going to take place here in Arkansas is an important one. That will be in okay. person, and it's going to be at the Rice Research Extension Station in Stuttgart uh, at 3 uh, – I'm sorry, from 1 to 3 p.m. So let me just recap that because I stumbled through that a little bit. August the 3rd, 1 to 3 p.m., the Rice Research Extension Station in Stuttgart, uh, that RMA – uh, feedback uh, opportunity listening session for prevented planning coverages. That'll be good. Uh, yeah. So there's more info, including all the listening sessions that are scheduled, all the details that that um, that these guys are gathering input on. All that's available at rma.usda.gov. So go take a look at that if you're interested. Um, but please, whatever you do, make sure you've got you're making time to to take part in that. It's a really focused area of of rma's work and yeah um anyhow so there we go uh let me see speaking of uh coverage and 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 insurance and damage and things like that Mm -hmm. uh there's been a lot of storm damage across the state over the past week or so um we've provided um, some coverage in northeast arkansas i know chad went up and uh, created a produced some content on some damage in I believe maybe Green County or or right so, right yes. there around Marmaduke maybe. Um, and today we are out again looking at uh, the specialty crop tomato uh, country. In, yeah, impact. Yeah, Ashley Bradley, Union, uh, and Drew counties. You know, uh, Northeast Arkansas. I guess where he was earlier in the week or last uh-huh. week was hell. Uh-huh. Uh, down there in southern Arkansas, it's straight line winds. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of tomato plants, bell peppers, you name it, that they're growing have all fallen over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they can't pick them up, then they sit there and rot the field. Goodness gracious. Uh, and a lot of it, uh, I've heard that the winds were so strong that it blew leaves off uh, plants or in half, mm-hmm. uh, right through the leaves. It blew tomatoes right off the plants. Goodness. Uh, there's another producer that told me that he had a power line down in his field and they wouldn't let him get into the field because they were afraid of uh, electrocution. Mm-hmm. So uh, that entire field was gone, you know. Mm. So uh, it's it's going to be bad. Yeah. I think so. And that's – weather's always a variable in agriculture, mm-hmm. it seems like, every year about this about this time. So Yeah. It's been really interesting. There was an awful uh, – it was a tornado, devastating tornado that went through Texas just last yeah. night, I read, this morning. Uh, weather's really been active. I know um, – there's some tornadoes down in the southeast, Alabama, and and so on. Uh, last week, maybe, and this is the first storms like that they had had in June since like the early 1900s. You yeah. Know? So anyway, the weather has certainly been a story this year. We 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 knew it would be. Yeah. Uh, we we've talked about it a few times, and and um, certainly hope that that um, you know farmers start to get a break. Yeah. I mean, um, we would pay attention to it year after year. It's getting so consistent that when we go put a plan together to write our ag insiders. We're like, well, what about this or that? Well, we're probably going to have a weather event. Yeah. One or two. So we'll definitely put something we'll out Save some that. space yeah. for that. Yeah. That, and that's a good, that's a good point to, to that end. You know, we're not going to do a full on planning or crop progress report this week. Yeah. Um, just because we're, you know, look, we know planting is done aside from, you know, what might need to be replanted if, if mm-hmm. that's even possible from some of the storm damage um, and crop quality. Uh, looks to be, at least earlier this week, about 70% or better in that good to excellent column across the board. Uh, I know this is for sure not the case everywhere in the country, though. 
um, I was watching Twitter this morning and and seeing some reporting, and there's a a lot of portions of the country that are experiencing drought-like conditions right now. I know we were getting close before that rain started to come through two Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Um, So there is, you're starting to see a lot of concern in other areas of the country, especially in the Midwest, upper Midwest, about crop condition. Yeah. Uh, And I saw some data where you're seeing like a 10% reduction in crop quality just in a week's time, you know. So we'll we'll continue to keep an eye on this, but right now crop quality looks to be seventy percent or better in that in that good to excellent category here in Arkansas. Only eleven percent of soil mo- soil moisture uh, rating in the state is uh, inadequate right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what last week's uh, severe weather turns out to show in the upcoming reports. Like I mentioned, crop quality we're bound to see it. I know Monroe County. Uh, Woodruff County areas like that got hail just like yeah. they did up in Clay and 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 Randolph and beyond. So anyway, we'll continue to watch that because um, yeah, weather weather remains to have its have its way with. Yeah, there's videos of hail on Lake Hamilton. Did you see that? Oh my gosh, man! That I mean, looked deadly if you yeah. were out in that. Yeah, I think I saw one of the meteorologists say like if you took a couple of those to the head, I mean, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. So ripping through boat covers and all kinds of stuff. Mm. Anyhow, um, just trying to make through, make our way through. You know, skipping a week gives us a lot to talk about. It does. We don't have a lot of time here today. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to move through this stuff quickly. Um, let me see here. Oh, congratulations to uh, Jared Yates, Mr. Yates, uh, on our team here at, uh, at Farm Bureau. If you didn't, thank you, Brian. Uh, using the new uh, the new equipment wisely there, uh, Jared was announced uh, this week as the new executive vice president of Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, I know Talk Business covered that news. Uh, there's certainly a press release available on the website, um, and we're excited to have uh, have Jared uh, in that leadership role yep. here, and uh, wish him all the luck. Congratulations, good luck. Yeah, uh, I think I'll wrap up with. A little bit of, 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 of additional weather. And I'm, I'm sorry, again, we just couldn't fit everything in today. But Arkansas Business had a story uh, just this morning about the 4th of July. And I bring this up because we're not going to be here. Nope. Uh, until We won't be back until after the 4th. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to, you know, just give this a mention here. Uh, Arkansas Business says that those, uh, the, the, the beef prices may hit you in the backyard uh, here at the 4th of July. This is something we've been talking about. Yeah, didn't frankly. we have somebody just speak I about this? I feel like the other we day? did. Is, is some news uh, getting traction from I'm the telling you, man, room? I think that we do are we, more. Are we doing something now? More, more than we give ourselves credit for. Uh, we're bringing attention to some of, this, some of this stuff. And frankly, I mean, this goes back to some of the cattle inventory issues that we saw last yeah. summer that was reported on this show, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of drought. And and continues to be a story, like you said. We had Jake on talking about cold storage. Yeah, there's an ag insider on that if you're interested. But just know, beef demand stays high, inventory is low. Correct. And as we know, it all comes back to supply and demand. And so you may pay a little bit extra for those steaks, or basic economics, brisket or burgers. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to um, and, when it comes uh, to the Fourth of July. Speaking of beef, okay. You heard in the news, Walmart 
is I saw something uh, about opening this. a $257 million beef packing facility in Olathe, Kansas. Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, they announced it Tuesday. Uh, uh-huh. It will open its first ever owned and operated case-ready beef facility, and it'll be open in 2025. Okay. And I think somewhere around mm-hmm. 600 jobs it's going to create. Wow. Yeah. So this is just coming back probably to address some of those processing uh, supply chain restraints or yeah, constraints. Yeah, they probably saw an opportunity saw and during COVID and, with it. and something we talk about a lot in context of, of uh, meat inspection. But yep. I had seen something on that too. Uh, <clears throat> they Don't they have a dairy uh, set up like that already that they set up a maybe like I'm, I'm, a couple of years ago or something? Probably. I'm pretty sure they did. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's interesting to see companies like that, you know, who have such a large customer base, get in on the supply side. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're getting. I mean, they're, you're getting way up the chain then. Yeah. You know, so interesting. All right. Well, uh, I know we've got, like I said, we've got a few stories to get through today. So why don't we go ahead and and make our way into those? More and we'll news. Have some fun with Brian. All right, I'll kick us off. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's been a new state forester announced. Uh, for the Arkansas Department of Agriculture. Nice. It was announced Monday that that Governor Sanders has appointed Kyle Cunningham as the new state forester of Arkansas. As state forester, Cunningham will serve as a director of the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Forestry Division. Cunningham is succeeding Joe Fox, who is retiring at the end of June. Good Farm Bureau gentleman there. Yeah, Joe Fox has been in almost all of our division meetings for forestry. He's a great asset. Uh, Governor Sanders has or was quoted saying, Kyle's decades of experience in the forestry industry make him the ideal steward of our state's forest health and conservation. I know he's the right candidate to take over the position and shepherd the forestry division's important role in Arkansas's economy and natural heritage. Uh, just a little bit about Cunningham and his okay. uh, background. Uh, he was uh, he spent 19 years at the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture, or UADA mm-hmm. and has worked in several capacity there, capacities there, but most re- recently as uh, associate professor for forestry. His resume of work consists of forestry industry research, outreach, developing grant programs, and an education program for hardwood management in the state of Arkansas. He also uh, holds a bachelor's degree in forestry and a master's degree in forest management from the Miss- from Mississippi State University, mm-hmm. as well as a doctorate degree in applied science from the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Cunningham was quoted saying, I'm honored to be appointed to serve as a state forester and have the opportunity to lead the forestry division within the Arkansas Department of Agriculture. I have always appreciated and respected the role and services that department provides to the public. I look forward to working alongside forestry uh, division staff, commissioners, and partners to protect the health and safety of Arkansas's forest and promote Arkansas's forestry industry. Uh, with that, personally, I would just like to congratulate Kyle because he was at Extension when I was there. Oh, really? We didn't really work closely together, but congratulations. Yeah. And then also, uh, again, to Joe Fox, congratulations on your retirement. Uh, we always always enjoyed working with you, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, good luck in uh, your future endeavors in retirement. Take a break. Yeah. Enjoy. Put chainsaw down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good one. Uh Glad, glad we were able to report that and excited to see what the forestry um, industry here in the state does with uh, under Mr. Cunningham or Dr. Cunningham. Yeah, uh, well, he makes a huge impact on our industry, leadership, our economy here. In the yeah, state. for sure. 
All right. The Little Rock and Tulsa districts of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers are seeking input for a project to deepen a 445-mile section of the Arkansas River, increasing the amount of cargo that can be shipped along that waterway. Reporting from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette uh, provides lots of details. We'll cover some of that here today. Uh, the project, which is targeted uh, at deepening the McClellan-Kerr-Arkansas River Navigation Systems Channel by 25% of its current minimum depth, has been in the work for at least 20 years, but has new life. According to the reporting, construction is now scheduled to begin in 2025, taking a decade uh, to complete. Funding for this project will be provided in part by the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law which I'm sure is what brings it that that new life we were yep. talking about. Uh, the benef benefits of the project would be to lower transportation costs for producers and consumers throughout the region and nation, according to a core representative. Uh, this brings us to the reason this news is being reported here on this show. Today. Uh, yeah, the core has been making its way through an old environmental impact statement to understand a bit of history about the project's beginnings. Uh, but since the river has changed so much, uh, since talks of this project began two decades ago, um, the team must update that assessment under uh, NEPA, which is the National Environmental Policy Act, um, before work can begin. On June 5th, the Corps began collecting comments uh, from the public and will leave the comment period open until July 8th. So the clock is ticking there. Okay. Uh, according to the Corps, the increased depth of the channel will allow uh, barges to carry more cargo, mm -hmm. uh, reducing the number of trucks and trains required to haul goods across the region. Uh, currently, about $5 billion in goods are moved along the waterway every year, wow. uh, or roughly 10 million tons of cargo, according to the Corps. Get this, they estimate that to be the equivalent of 437,000-plus semi-trucks or 110,000 uh, rail cars. Wow. So, That's uh, yeah, it's a lot. So if you're interested in providing input uh, during the public comment period, and we, we know uh, there's so much farmland uh, that butts up against the river and obviously so many farmers who haul mm -hmm. their yep. uh, their grain and their goods to market um, via the river as it connects, you know, uh, a portion of the state to the Mississippi River. Yep. Um, so if you're interested in providing input during the public comment period, and we, like I said, we certainly encourage farmers to do so, Visit swl.usace.army.mil forward slash missions, or just do what I did and type Arkansas River <laughs> public comment in Google, and uh, and the site popped up. What a great up. tool. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just go to the Corps of Ar uh, Engineers website. And you can, oh, imagine 437,287 more semi-trucks on I-40. semis. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and that's exactly the, the thoroughfare, right? From yeah. Tulsa over to the east side of the state, yeah. to the Delta. I mean, I can't. Goodness gracious. No. We need we need we need this uh we need this project because and we know last year what happened when the Mississippi River got low yeah. and, and and the impacts that brought not only to, to farmers' times and grain quality, but the prices they were oh, being yeah. paid. I it mean was terrible. You know. You know that that uh you know, those numbers there, we, we reported on the same thing for soybeans uh -huh. uh, in that Ag Advisor. So if you want to go back and look at the number of semi-trucks and rail cars that barges keep from having to move all that product. Yeah. Uh, it's really staggering. Yeah, and this is just the Arkansas River. Yeah. This is the, the numbers we Ours gave today in don't include Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. So you can sort of a much you can do some quick addition there. 
Uh, all right, well, let's take a short break from the news to hear a reminder about keeping rural roads safe during planting season and beyond. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. You may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay this time of year, and right now we're seeing those row crop implements too. Let's just uh, be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. All right, let's do it. Oh, it's my turn yeah, again. It is, it is. <laughs> All right, some uh, some news out of Washington, D.C. I, I feel like every podcast I find something nationally that i got to report. Hey, you're going to move there. Yeah. <laughs> They're good food. <laughs> they do have great food. A lot food. of good museums. <laughs> I can be a little bit of a nerd. But like yeah. I said, more news out of Washington, D.C. This time, uh, the House Ag Committee has announced a new labor task force. And I can probably give you one guess. It's about H-2A <laughs> and labor. This is kind of breaking. This is just yeah. yet late yesterday. It was. Yeah. It was. This is something that we've been paying close attention to at Farm Bureau. And it's mm-hmm. been a topic that we deal with annually uh-huh. so, absolutely like i said just this week or like jason said the house agriculture committee chair glenn gt thompson mm-hmm. and ranking member david scott announced the formation of a new bipartisan working group focused on j- addressing the ever-growing labor issue in agriculture the newly formed agriculture labor working group will uh, be co-chaired by our very own rick crawford representative mm-hmm. here of arkansas and don davis of north carolina uh, the working group will gather feedback from various stakeholders on labor issues, particularly the H-2A visa program for non-immigrant agricultural workers. At some point, the working group will issue an interim report discussing the visa program's problems and their impacts on American agriculture. Mm-hmm. They also plan to issue a final report with recommendations on addressing the H-2A program's flaws. Okay. Representative Crawford was quoted saying, a robust, a robust agriculture industry starts with a strong and healthy workforce. Mm-hmm. However, due to a labor shortage, American farmers are increasingly turning to overseas workers to fill positions on the farm. Unfortunately, this is not an easy process because our visa policies and regulations have become convoluted and burdensome. Reforms are desperately needed to address this pressing uh, issue. Uh, and I'll just go note, to note again and remind everybody, this is a bipartisan group, seven Republicans and seven Democrats. Ah, truly bipartisan. Uh, and then the H-2A program has been, like I said, an ever-growing problem for farmers here in Arkansas. This pattern will continue with the new rules that are going to affect July 1st. I, mm-hmm. I reported on that just a few weeks ago. Yes, you did. Uh, this has been, again, a very big issue for us and our membership here at Farm Bureau and something that we've been working on tremendously uh, not e- not only in our specialty crop division, which it comes up every meeting, but also row crop that it's impacting quite a bill or quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's great to see the formation of this task group, uh, and a uh, and I commend House Ag Committee G- Chair G T Thompson and Ranking Member David Scott for taking the initiative to do this. 
It is also great to see, of course, Representative Rick Crawford representing the needs of Arkansas farmers, mm-hmm. as well as being the co-chair of this task force. So yeah. um, we're we're trying to press forward with a lot of these issues, and it's been something we've been talking about a lot this week, and then this came out. I mean, we're headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what comes of this, uh, yeah. and hopefully some good change in the right direction. Well, I know, you know, Farm Arkansas Farm Bureau has done some work on this front on, strictly on the housing um, yeah. uh, inspections. Ag department. We did a video last year uh, talking to the Ag Department about that MOU that they had developed through the um, Department of Workforce Services, uh, which carries over into this year, helping helping us get those housing inspections yep. done a little bit quicker, which mm-hmm. will require more of H-2A. Um, so we've done a lot of work on the policy side uh, for this. Yeah. And I, I know, like you said, your, your team's eager to see what comes of this. Obviously, uh, Representative Crawford is um, squarely in that row crop area of the state. Uh, he also, you know, has quite a bit of um, – spends quite a bit of time on the uh, defense side. So yeah. I'm sure that also brings an interest here. And um, Anyway, just grateful for his leadership on the Hill – um, as we as as they start to work through this problem and, yeah, and having we'll good for, strong Arkansas, we're going to start. I think AFBF has taken some initiative here too. That's right. Uh, and we plan on doing some of our own things coming going forward. Yeah, especially I mean here sometime around harvest September October, people are going to be filing for next year's workers. Right. So right, uh, right. Um, we're going to be trying to push as much information as we can and help and advise and work however we need to yeah well i know we'll have a strong voice in that process yep. um, through our own advocacy and, and through uh, representative crawford as well all right some exciting news in jackson county last week the arkansas corn and grain sorghum producers opened its new building uh, facility in uh, newport uh, george jared with talk business has has the scoop we'll share his reporting here uh, but tom barber uh, jackson county extension center director uh, said he's thankful for the two hundred fifty thousand donation dollar donation from the corn and grain sorghum board that funded the construction of the facility. Those funds were met with others from the Jackson County Quorum Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Young, chairman of the corn board and active Farm Bureau member, uh, said the board saw a need for the building and noted the facility would play an important role for producers in the area. According to USDA, Arkansas ranks seventeenth in the nation for corn and grain production. Uh, with corn generating more than $500 million uh, in cash receipts annually in the state. The Jackson County Extension Center site has about 350 acres of tillable land that extension researchers and agents use for variety trials and demonstrations in soybean, corn, peanuts, and wheat, really all the the row crops in uh, in Arkansas except cotton. Yeah. Uh, research is being done in the areas of fertility, weed science, breeding, entomology, and agronomy there. Uh, in addition to the farmland, the facility has meeting uh, meeting areas and an outdoor skills area for youth development, uh, agent training, and adult education. And future plans include an archery range and nature trail. Wow. Uh, the store even mentioned uh, that they've put up several fire pits around the uh, area to, to enjoy as well. visit Newport. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this sounds like really a great addition to the community there in Jackson County. And like a, yeah, like you said, we'll have to make maybe stop by and check it out the next time we're up that way. Yep. So, uh, so congrats to those folks and getting that done and getting across the finish line. And that officially, if you still have any uh, any capacity to take in information, that officially wraps us up for today. That was it. Yeah, I know, wow. right? And we still skipped some stuff. We did so. 
Uh, all right. Well, in this new setup, dun, dun, dun. does it bring relief <laughs> for us? <laughs> relief? Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> I always get real stressed here. My <laughs> palms get sweaty. You know, I mean, obviously like, we had a screen here with like hints. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, phone a friend. Oh, oh, you're talking about that part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What you're saying is it's time for. Stone the hoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew he yes. Oh, dude. <laughs> He, hey, he's been just playing with that yeah. this whole setup. Yeah, yeah. He, he's sitting at home, like thinking about it. Stump the host. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I was listening to uh, uh, the YouTube channel on XM, and you know uh-huh. they, they have a, a clip of one of the concerts, and Bono they're wrapping up, and he's going around introducing the band members and stuff, and he gets to the edge. He said, and "Of course, on on guitars and a bunch of equipment, even he doesn't understand." the edge i feel like that a lot of times there's there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of it it, i'm glad it works a lot of times yeah i don't understand how it all works sometimes so well look i know i know you're a youtube fan and this is beside the point that you're making but have you ever watched the i'm sure you've seen the documentary it might get loud this is jack white the edge oh uh, jimmy page right and they're just sort of nerding out the whole time but there's there's a section in that, and I haven't seen that thing in years, but there's a section of it that is just really staggering to me, and it is The Edge plays a U2 song. I don't know, you know, Beautiful Day, let's say. but um, And then he just goes through and one by one starts turning off his equipment, yeah. and he comes back to just a Fender Strat and an amplifier mm-hmm. with a clean effect on it. And it's, like, mind-blowing how simple the chord structures and the songs are, and I know I'm getting nerdy as a musician, but how complicated the technology is. No, it's very fascinating. I still have yet to watch the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch that scene because it it truly is cool. And I know you're, I mean, we know you had a band, like you're a musician. You'll appreciate it on that level too. I feel like an outlier in this group. I have no music (laughs) capacity here. (laughs) I like listening to music, and I like music, but I've never been able to play it. I had a harmonica one time. Yeah, and then three weeks after I bought it, your dad my car it. got broken too, and they stole it. And I'm just oh, like, no. that's a sign. No, I, that I was your parents. <laughs> uh, I was I was adults by that point. Okay, yeah, dude, somebody yeah. might be out creating somebody the most here beautiful got, blues music. Got a really nice thing. harmonica. <laughs> out of it, so. I hope they're go. using it. I have so many friends who just all, have always told me, "God, I'd give anything to play music." Yeah, you yeah. know, and so I guess I'm I'm grateful for having you know being raised with that ability but yeah anyway all right enough that's about killer that. well all right here we go all right how many years old is the oldest piece of chewing gum <laughs> so is, is it, it still currently being chewed, being chewed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't that. know he doesn't look into i didn't say stuff. that and oh like maybe the okay i mean there's uh, that saying that if you swallow it it's what Seven years before yeah. digest or yeah. something. Yeah, I'll say 150 years old. I, I can see a piece of gum, like you know how you see uh, McDonald's fast food in like the case. That oh is, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen I would it. say a yeah. piece of gum would probably even go lo- longer. 150 is quite a long time. How? When did they invent chewing gum? Oh, that's a good question. I'm having too much of a discussion. I think about that's it. really where this is going. Yeah. So, uh, think about it as an invention. I'll say 149. 
$1. One dollar <laughs> pop. Would you believe 9,000 years? Oh, my gosh. No. That's no. what they say. No. Uh, no. So is it like the Egyptians that created chewing gum? Probably. Look what else they did, you know? I don't believe that's accurate, but that's what they think. <laughs> 9,000 years hmm. is the oldest piece of chewing gum. That's so. What's your favorite chewing gum? My favorite? Yeah. Um, well, at the, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of sugar-free yeah. type gum. Yeah. So it's a it's pure. Trident? No, that's a toothpaste. No, this is pure. You no, can get it. At, is it gum? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You can get it at Whole Foods, but it's mm. cinnamon. I, I chew a lot of cinnamon Ooh, pure. I don't so like cinnamon. At least not in gum or candy. Yeah. Like oh, big dear. red. Ooh. What about red hots when you're a no, kid? No. No. Okay. Even now. Yeah. When I was huh? a kid, it was big league chew. There you, you know. go. 30 oh, seconds of full flavor. Had to. Conversation grosses me out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very interesting relationship with gum. It's like I'll, I'll, I will use it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say use it on purpose, so not to gross myself out further, but uh, <laughs> I don't love it. I do not love it. Yeah, I'm not. And you know, my kiddo is at that age where she's into it, and it's just gross, man. Smacking, yeah, just yeah, that's, yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve. You know, the yeah. whole thing, the whole, the whole, everything that comes with it. Anyways, did you have another? I one get for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of music, what does the term piano mean? Box with can teeth. I, can I have an origin? It's Italian. Italian. Okay. Oh. That didn't help anybody. Oh, I thought I might. <laughs> Go for might. a spelling bee thing there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought some light bulb was about to go uh, off. Yeah, I or did something. too. Like, well, I that's going to mean so something. Just use it in a sentence, please. He says, so "Yeah, <laughs> uh, I have no idea what, what I mean." If someone were to say, "Play piano style," it's uh, it means to be played softly or quietly. Oh, that huh. was that was old Italian uh, meaning. So Beethoven didn't really stick to that. No, no, roll over. Now there was another definition I looked up. It said loud and soft, so that makes no sense. But I, I'm working on a on a uh, training that we're giving tomorrow, and I use the words crescendo and decrescendo oh, in that wow. training. I'm just working on that before I came down here. So well, there you go. There we go. All Maybe right, I should switch it. So, how do you tell the age of a horse? <laughs> I went to the scene and <laughs> oh man. I know you guys uh, love my randomness with all these. This is, uh, yeah. Um, Tommy Boy was the scene I was thinking of when you said the that. The age of the horse. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to guess it has something to do with the eyes. I'm going to say teeth. Oh, that's a good one. A Look at him thought. go. Yeah, that's a bad It's thought. the teeth. Is it's it? the teeth. Yes, I'm the best. <laughs> horse teeth are pretty funny because <laughs> they look close <laughs> enough to human teeth, but they're always What, ju- what was that show, up. Mr. Ed? Yeah, they man. put peanut butter in his mouth. Mr. To make Ed. Him look like he was yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yep, Mr. Ed. That's all I got for you today. All right. Well, those are pretty tough. I'm yeah. Pretty <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> I'm ready for some like it's a horse pop trivia. Uh, yeah, pop trivia. Pop, pop. Yeah, something pop culture. I don't know. As long as it's not more riddles. Well, riddles. I'll I'll bring something back for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, 
Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the uh, Arkansas iCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. That's right. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.